Perfect. Let's do this. All right. Well, they went past Go podcast ahead, Ryan. episode 304. This is your host, Ryan Johnson. Uh, that's, that's the Brown intro. That's the intro now, I guess. Uh, Tim Spence, Matt Hello. Lawrence, closing doors. Uh, and and turning off fans. Matt Dorrance. We sat, we sat down to record this 55 minutes ago. We were setting up the podcast. We were talking about freaking servers. I was helping Ryan mount the thing. Tim made tea. We were yeah, talking about the like 10 minutes. I'm sorry. And it was all Tim's fault. Fuck. Yeah. You know what? It's, I just think the podcast better off without me. It was fun. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll see you guys never. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Uh, all right, some of the top stories this week include the big story was the uh, Super Mario 35th anniversary product uh, unveilings. A lot, of, a lot of news there we'll be getting into. Um, we have an update on the Xbox Series X price and release date. Update! And uh, Thank you, the, the update is there's nothing. There's nothing to it. <laughs> we what? also have a tweet, again, confirming the existence of the Xbox Series S. Yeah, we and do. Nvidia, Nvidia announced... Pretty incredible new RTX uh, 3000 series graphics cards. And uh, we also have a bit of an insight into whether the PS5 will have backwards compatibility with PS3, PS2, and PS1 games. And the return of the query corner question. All right. Um, first, we're going to start with what's new. Any, any takers? Anyone want to go first? Go um, ahead, Marty. Marty. Mar- Marty. <laughs> I thought you said party. No, Marty's, Marty's dead. <laughs> Party, Marty. Oh my God, Marty! No. Um, fuck it, I'll do it. Um, yeah, I've been pretty. My 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 content streaming has been pretty stagnant for a little while, but in the last like two weeks, I've done like four new games, five new games. So, oh wow! Actually, living up to the title of variety streamer. <laughs> <laughs> um, I started and finished a Hat in Time, which, if you're a fan of like platformers, especially like Super Mario Sunshine style platformers topical uh it's really fucking good it's really good i believe it was kickstarted like something like six or seven years ago um that game a, hat, crazy. a hat in time it's called a hat in time it's like a cutesy little game where you have a uh, you play as a little girl plays hat kid uh and you get different hats throughout the game and they give you different abilities and stuff and it's just a good old platformer it's pretty like Old school, circa early 2000s, like Mario, 3D Mario style game. It's really fun. It's really good. I was honestly really, really impressed. Because um, I watched the like early alpha build of that game. One of the streamers I used to follow back in the day, way, way back in the day, um, was in talks with the developers. And they gave him an alpha build that he was like messing around with on stream a couple times. So it was cool to see how far it's come. It's really, really good. Super charming. Um, fully recommend it. Uh, I I was also sort of just kind of getting through the old backlog because um, I stopped playing Ghost of Tsushima just because I felt like it was it, it's too long a game <laughs> to do everything in. Yeah, it's long. Um, and like it was going to take me another probably month to get through it. And I didn't want to just play it for a month on stream. So I was doing my own time. I haven't finished it yet. Um, so I was I played uh, Bright Memory, which is like an old uh, game that only just kind of came out of alpha um or out of beta sorry into a 1.0 release um and it's uh it's kind of like a it's it's described as a souls-like fps game um it was all right it only took about 45 minutes to get through the uh through the alpha and it's uh i don't know it's it's kind of cool did some cool things for a shooter um but other than that not much to it Uh, i played the entirety of overcooked 2 (laughs) oh jeez 
uh, which is fun. And did you play that alone? No, I was playing with a buddy of mine. Um, his name is his username is the Mounting. His name's Sam. Absolutely lovely bloke. Follow him if you like a witty Brit. Uh, he's not a you know gigantic streamer or anything, so he's very like community focused. He's a great guy. Uh, we played that together. It was a good time. And uh, and then yeah, like Matt said, I started playing State of Decay two again with uh, just in my own time because like playing with you guys, it's it's addicting. It's fun. Yeah, yeah, I like it. I do. I do plan on playing the third one when it eventually comes out. So I do want to kind of just play through the first one and then kind of dip my toes in the second one for a bit and then kind of catch up for the third one. I've heard the story in the first one is way better than the uh, second one. It's yeah. the story in the second one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the first the first one the first one definitely focuses more on it being like more of a traditional open world game with sort of like that state of decay flair. And then the second one's like, we're just going to take that state of decay flair and those little differences and make that the entire game. Like there's, there's like specific people that live on specific farms and like, you know about their families and stuff like that in the first game. Uh, Adrian. Hmm. Um, I've been playing some Hearthstone. As usual, um, some Overwatch. I haven't been. We, you and I, did more Borderlands. We've been kind of making our way through that. We're like halfway through, if you say so. Um, the first one or second one? The third, third one. The oh, third one. Okay. And then, and then we have the three DLC packs are out out of the four, but we haven't touched any of them yet. It's going to be a long journey. Um, I started. I also did some Sea of Thieves. I played some of the new Battletoads. Oh, yeah. And I played it to get some stuff in Sea of Thieves. <laughs> is it new or is it a remake of the old game? So it is a... They're both called Battletoads. Yeah. So it is... I'm going to call it a spiritual soft reboot. Of oh, my the, God. If I had to classify oh. it as anything. because. Okay. Because clearly this is a jumping in point for people who want to play Battletoads, but they do acknowledge the first game constantly, um, and they kind of go meta with it a little bit. Yeah, of course. Uh, so it's actually quite. It it feels like it's a it's an animated movie just with the amount of cutscenes and the kind of the the way that it's written, and then you kind of just do interactive stuff in between. That's kind of what it feels like. That's it cool. has it has been criticized for being. Uh, incredibly easy compared to the first one. Like it is kind of just you're kind of there for the the comedy of it, and not yeah. so much the actual gameplay. Um, it's kind of like the Shaq Fu reboot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then because uh, like like there are some funny parts to it. And there was one part I think I was actually chatting with you guys when there was just one legitimately funny line that just made me kind of howl, and I just kind of burst it out laughing, which was really good. Um. So I actually played that because there's, the game is put up into four acts and you have to play the first act to get the free set in Sea of Thieves, but I'm probably just going to continue through the game anyways. Um, other than that, I uh, some Gran Turismo, I think. Then, yeah, that's pretty much it. Some Mario on some of that virtual console. Uh, yep. Jeez, you play yeah, for, a lot of like just little things, eh? Yeah, like you're just you're filling stuff. your time with yeah, 
all that stuff. It, it's it's pretty much where where am I at the time that I want to play something? If I'm at my computer, it's like, oh, it's okay. So it's going to be either Battletoads or Sea of Thieves or Minecraft Dungeons or something. Or if I happen to be at my on my couch, it's going to be either Mario or something on PlayStation. It's going to be like Overwatch. Mm. Uh, Matt, what are you up to? Uh, kind of a bunch of stuff. So I did a little bit of Ghost of Tsushima, just sort of running around. Uh, did a couple of just the stuff on the map. Kind of like what Tim's saying. There's just a lot there, honestly. So I just did like a tiny, tiny bit. And then uh, we we put, we did a little bit of the Avengers, actually. We started that up. That came out uh, last night at midnight. So uh, we were, we've been doing that. That game is... Good but weird. I am so glad that I decided not to buy it. <laughs> oh, you're not I gonna t- buy it now. No, I t- I was talking with Aaron on chat, and I I go, you know what? I thought I thought about it, and I weighed everything that's coming out soon or that I want to play, and just what I know of it, and the fact that I'm incredibly happy with the MCU. Why do I need an Avengers game that's subpar? And I am like, you know what? I think I'm going to pass on this. Maybe I'll play it one day, way down the line, but no, no. Well, I don't think it's subpar in that way. Like, I, I'm still totally fine with the gameplay and the looting and all that. I'm totally fine with all that stuff. What I mean by what I mean by weird is the uh, the fact that the camp. So, okay, so there's there's the campaign, and then there's uh, Marvel or uh, Avengers Initiative or something like that. And Marvel's Initiative is the multiplayer, but it's basically when the game is in end game state. So it lets you know that there could be some spoilers there because if you haven't played the campaign, of which I haven't, and you want to play multiplayer, then you're playing missions in that end game state. I really could care less, so uh, Ryan and I jumped in and did that because it's an Avengers game. Spoiler alert, they win. Like, I've never even played the campaign yet, but I guarantee they win. So, you know, <laughs> whatever. Uh, so, to me, this, to me, that's not a problem. Uh, we had one weird glitch with one of Ryan's costumes uh, where uh, oh God. Captain America's eyes literally popped out of their sockets, so that was good. <laughs> awesome. Um, Wait, sorry, I didn't catch that. What happened? Uh, Captain America's eyes popped out of their sockets. It's like the bloody mess perk. Like there. it was in it was in the lobby, but we think it's a glitch with the with the pre order skin. We're not we're not sure. It's not like we did an investigation, but I I almost guarantee it. As as much as they're allowing you to do cosmetics, I seriously doubt Disney would let Captain America's eyes pop out of the out of the. Well, it's definitely a glitch. Yeah, yeah like like because it's not like that all the time. Like mm-hmm. it's it's quite literally just like occasionally the you can see like the textures kind of glitching around it and stuff. So. Uh, whatever. That's just a that's just one bug. But I mean, the game's fine. Uh, we have hit a couple areas where the, there's a bit of slowdown, uh, which we which weren't in the beta. But I don't know. The maps seem kind of bigger. Like there, there's there's new maps uh, as as per like the full game's release, and we've only kind of done a few missions, so I can't really comment too far on the game. But uh, it's pretty fun. I mean, it's exactly what I expected, so I'm fine with that. I'm happy with that. And uh, I mean, I'll go through the campaign. That's fine. Campaign's only twelve missions. Like as it says, so I, I mean, I can't give you spoilers. I haven't done them, but it, I mean, it's it's what I it's what I was planning on purchasing, and that's what I got. So that's good. Uh, finished up the season in Fallout seventy six this week. <laughs> yeah, finally. Uh, thank God. One of the things was they gave us uh, double the amount of dailies and double the amount of weeklies. I believe could have just been dailies. I can't remember, but more challenges in any case. And then at, then shortly after that, or it might have been right a bit right away, they gave us double score. Uh, on those challenges. And so I was able to rip through the last three, four levels in one night, which was great because it's it's quite a grind at that at that rank. So done the season. 
uh, and I believe as a result of all these double XPs and all the rest of it, I believe that there are double scores and that I believe they're going to probably rebalance the next season. Like I, I would estimate they have data on how many people completed the season and it's probably not good. Like it's probably not where they thought it would be. And so that's why they kept giving us this stuff. Now, some of the stuff we earned via events and stuff, but I just feel as though the double score was, um, I, I didn't see an announcement for it personally. Not that I went searching. I just logged in. You guys said it was double score and I, and I went at it, but I appreciated it. So I think next season we're going to see a rebalance in how score works because right now it really requires you to play a fair bit each day. And that's like, like really not good. <laughs> like most seasons of games, especially even Fortnite, like Fortnite is extremely forgiving. You can get really far in the season pass. If you just do challenges weeks later, like the weeklies in Fortnite, And I'm speaking about way back last year now. So before the whole like reboot into season one or whatever Fortnite it's in now, this is way back when like, uh, a season or two around when like Reaper, like the, the John wick caricature was out. So like that season and then a season or two after. So God knows what it's like now. But back then, if you, if you missed your weeklies, you didn't actually miss them. They your weeklies were available throughout the whole season. So they would unlock per week. But if you logged in at the last week of the season, you could do all the weeklies and you could bank three dailies too. So like Fortnite is a totally more, in my opinion, totally more fair system. And I think that, 76 needs to do the same thing but they did they did say they were going to balance it and they threw they threw us a bone so i'll take it uh and i appreciate it and uh i, I beat another uh not an official quote-unquote chapter because there was aren't in the game but i beat another chapter in rage 3 i have uh officially been introduced to the main three allies i've pretty well completed their two out of the three's project trees and i've completed one tier of the third guy's project tree uh, I was telling Ryan that like I th- I'm re- I'm reaching a point where maybe I'm not end game, but I'm certainly like progressing very well because I was having a hell of a time invading like this one particular place, and then after doing this rather large mission for this guy, I thought you know what I'm gonna go back to that place and see if I can't like kick ass, and I absolutely destroyed them. Like I didn't even know I didn't even get to the point in which like a little mini boss came out before and I was dying before then. This time a mini boss came out and I literally just pushed him over and he died. So. Uh, yeah, doing really well in that game. Almost, I, like, I'm, I'm willing to guess I'm, I'm almost, I've almost beat it. The story seems to be either at the peak or starting to sort of like come down toward the end type of thing. So, uh, but yeah, I'm really enjoying it. Ripping around on my, uh, ripping around on my Jeep thing, upgrading all my stuff. I'm just kind of doing, I need to do like a little bit of grinding to get some better guns, like upgrade my guns, but that's about it. Matt, you said you got double score for something. What was that? That's Fallout. That's Fallout seventy six. So the uh, how like uh, how leveling up in the season in Fallout works. Fallout seventy six works is it's instead of XP, it's score. Like they call it that. And score is an acronym in this case. No, I don't know what the acronym stands for, but score is like an acronym, and it's like it's 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 not a currency. It's like another leveling up system because like XP is for your character, right? Mm. Did this uh, did this double score or extra score? coincide with the release of the avengers no so there's an event there's an event in game going on right now uh in which the brotherhood is coming back uh and they've laid claim to uh an observatory in the wasteland and as a part of it this guy named russell dorsey is is slowly but surely gathering supplies so that the brotherhood when they arrive have construction supplies and the community is supposed to donate like community i mean literally collectively across 
what what I actually believe is all platforms. I think it's is, all platforms. Yeah, it seems to be mm. all platforms, and then you gotcha. just need to collectively give them stuff. And every three or four days, it'll be like, oh, we need leather. You donate leather for three or four days, and then if you reach the goal, they give you a reward of some sort. So it it's coinciding kind of with that because the double the more challenges, or I believe it was double dailies, meaning double the amount of dailies, not double score, was right before this double score thing. And I don't know if we earned that double score thing or whether they just gave it to us. I have a feeling that they gave it to us because I I don't think many people log I, in every day. Well, I'm not sure if it's how many people logged in or not. I wonder if this is just their first season and they wanted to give people a good experience with it. And maybe they're just kind of, this is like a grace period type of deal. Well, they did, they did say that like they weren't it, sure. I don't know. Well, they did say they weren't sure when the, the season was going to end for this exact reason. Like yeah. if you, if, if they had everybody, there's a hundred levels, right? hundred tiers, whatever you want to call it. So if there's like a hundred, there's a hundred tiers. Like you, you can't have a hundred, you can't have a hundred like tiers and have everybody be at like level 20. Yeah. At the end of the season. And they, they would obviously have numbers on that. You would like, we play it pretty regularly. Now I will say that we do well more than the, the, the dailies. Yeah. Like we do nukes and all the end game event stuff. And we're doing like meet week and like the whole bunch of stuff that we're doing. If we were more efficient, we could still do it, but it still requires pretty well that daily login. And I have I, a I feeling would, that's going to change. Like I, I would I've, bet. Hmm? Sorry. I would bet though, that a lot of Fortnite people, uh, players who buy the season pass, also don't complete it. You're right, but Marty and I, like, with very little experience, completed the season we were on, and we started three weeks before the season ended, and we were brand new to Fortnite. Yeah. And we completed that season. Yeah. So, I, I'm just saying that, like, the... Like, banking... Banking dailies and or, like, in this case, there is a challenge you can always do, which is the repeatable, which is, in this case, getting 10,000 XP. It'd be awesome if... That was a little more accessible. I know there's high level players out there that are getting that really easily, but we're not into the meta. We just kind of play at the end game level because we've played it enough, but I'm yeah. not getting super into it. And so I'm not benefiting as they are. Like those guys are ripping through the repeatable. I'm certainly not. Right. Um, as for myself, uh, obviously I beat the uh, season fast for 76, but I just want to give a couple of my thoughts on Avengers. Um, so far, I'm really enjoying the campaign. Um, uh, Ms. Marvel is actually a pretty great character. Um, and uh, as for the multiplayer, I've, I've ran into some problems. I couldn't see Matt. You can't see your other... If you're playing co-op, it's hard to see the other players in the game. And that makes it a little frustrating. Really? Yeah, it's hard. It's so that's really weird. You have to pull up a HUD. So if you want to see missions and stuff, you push up on the directional, and it like brings up like a like a more enhanced HUD, so you can kind of see your surroundings. And it also marks your allies. Like it'll have their little logo, like you know Captain America or like whatever. Uh, but it goes away in a few seconds as you move around because it's just like a quick HUD. It's like an eagle vision. Hmm. And so, so there's no marker I, in general. That's a, that's yeah. an interesting design choice. Well, I was talking to Marty about it, and, and we're wondering if it's kind of tr to try to make it feel more single player ish, and a little more immersive, maybe, where you're like you're fighting with the Avengers rather than it being a like direct, you know, this is a co-op game, like Ultimate Alliance. 
Yeah, because you can play, I think, multiplayer games in the single player or multiplayer matches in the single player. Um, like I had a mission and it's like, oh, you can invite, um, just open up matchmaking, right? And so like they would just join, but it would just feel like they're computers because they're just running around being the Avengers and you're fighting alongside them. Um, I mean, the main problem is, is that we're in these like open world environments, right? And some yeah. of us can fly and some can't. Yeah. And you were flying all over the place and I literally could not find your character because there was a glitch. I'm, I'm presuming it's a glitch. I couldn't even see your, like you were playing as Thor. Normally when, when, a, when a, another character is off, off the side of the screen and you press up on the, on the D-pad, you get like their logo that pops up and it'll show you where they are and you can try to find them. With you, I couldn't see that at all. That was gone. And so you're like trying to take me places and, and, and do whatever and I just cannot see you. So that was pretty bad. I hope they fix that if that is a problem. I just want an option to turn on the ability to see other players. That's it. They got to... Uh, they have to fix some of those things. Like, they're, like I'm pretty sure that is a glitch, like you're saying, and that was in the beta as well. Yeah. And, they, and this isn't a glitch, but I feel as though there should be an option in the settings just to turn those icons on, like you're kind of like you're saying. Yeah. And I know... Like, uh, it, 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 it's ridiculous, because I'm literally flying away from you. Yeah. This is definitely one of those games, too, that's probably going to evolve over time. So, Adrian, you're probably best not jumping in now. Yay. You know, <laughs> um, unfortunately, you might not be able to play with us <laughs> a year from no, now if we're that, not playing it. That's fine, cause, because it is meant, not meant, it is you possible to, tr- yeah, that that's... That's probably what I treat it as, anyways. I would rather focus on other stuff right now. Yeah. So. But I mean, it's cool. Um, oh, the costumes weren't that great either. They're all variations on the same costume, really. There's a few that are like a little more different, but then there's variations on that one too. So. Wait, you're talking about those challenge cards? Yeah. Which, which we should clarify. According to what we see, is they're free. Yeah, I don't know what that's about. <laughs> I, I have I have no idea the actual progression or like in game economy system that that they have going on here. So what what are you what are you working towards? What do you like? Just is well, it what, is it like is it like an Overwatch hero gallery esque version of a kind of? Um, but with with each character, they have their own season pass, so to speak, where like you you um, you do challenges uh, every day and every week. And that gives you XP that unlocks certain emotes or outfits or uh, player cards or whatever else. Um, so every character, you have to play as them to actually start unlocking that stuff. Mm. And you guys are playing it on PS4? Yeah. So you guys are going to get the, the Spider-Man. Yep. Good old uh, uh, bitch... Peter Parker, the, me? the whiny little bitch of a Peter me? Parker. Oh my god! Uh, what what other characters are coming out for this uh, for the entire game? Like, do they tease anybody else? I believe uh, Hawkeye's daughter and Hawkeye, right? Hawkeye. As I, well. I, I think Hawkeye too, and I believe Ant Man. Yeah, and... Pam or whatever. And then there's there's a bunch of data mined ones. Yeah, Marty was telling us, and he said there was a ton, right? Yeah, which could be spoiler territory, and I can't really remember many of them. Mm. But I think they're going to probably try to support this game as long as the player base is there, right? Um, as long as they can, I think. If if I'm honest, this is this is what I was looking for. It's been a while since I played. I mean, it, they kind of kind of compare and don't. It's been a while since I played a Dynasty Warriors 
And this is sort of just like Dynasty Warriors in like the comic book universe. So I'm fine. Like, this is what I paid for. <laughs> I'm not yeah. surprised. I'm not like completely blown away, but I'm happy with the purges. Yeah, I think that's a good way to put it. Satisfied, I guess. But I, I, I will say that that beta was a good idea because I wasn't even going to touch the game. And then I the believe... beta came out, it was free. And then that I was like, okay, yep, I'll buy this. I believe it was the most downloaded beta on PS4. That's cool. Wow, really? Holy shit. Yeah. That's significant. Power of the Avengers. All right, let's I, hop into our stories. I, I, I figured Battlefront would have been more popular. No, Star Wars is like a bit of... It's, it's big, but it's like a niche in terms of, I think, gamers. I think uh, Avengers probably has a broader appeal, right? That's a good question, honestly. Avengers is big right now. You know, the movies are massive, the TV shows and stuff, so... Anyway, the top of the stories. Um, first up, we have all the all-new Super Mario 35th anniversary products. Buckle up, a, uh, buckle up, buckaroos. I have a list here from GameSpot. Um, I guess we'll just go through them here. Uh, I guess the big one was Super Mario 3D All-Stars. Now, this yes. is Super Mario 64, Super Mario Sunshine, and Super Mario Galaxy mm-hmm. compiled in this remastered collection coming to Nintendo Switch on September 18th. Features higher resolution and optimized gameplay, along with an in-game music player that lets you play songs from all three titles. <laughs> yeah, they did that in Smash Bros. too. Now, the collection will only be available until March 31st, 2021. Well, it worked. This is what's getting me to get a Switch. Hey! Nice. Wouldn't you rather wait for that uh, higher uh, resolution Switch coming out? Well, that's... The that, more powerful one? I, I, am, I am going to, to wait for that because that's rumored to come out in January and this is on sale. This is available until March? March 31st. Yeah. So I'm getting one between January and March. Just depends. If I don't like what they show and I want to go for a Switch Lite, then I'll get a Switch Lite. And then if I do like what they show, I'll just get whatever new model they show. Because Are you going to buy physical or digital? Sorry. For this? Yeah. I doubt I will have a physical option by time January rolls around. I pro- the they're prob- the f- the physical ones are probably going to sell out before the new year and I will probably be limited to a um to a digital, but also I would be okay with going all digital on a Switch cuz it is a mobile console and like the thought of carrying around a game with it does not sound appealing. I have a question. Um, how many of you guys have actually played Mario uh, 64? Hell yeah. 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 So up. much. Hand up. So uh, would you have preferred a remake of 64 <clears throat> or are you fine with this HD version? I was looking forward to a remake of at least Sunshine because it, mm-hmm. came, it came out so long ago. Mm-hmm. I was really, really looking forward to a remake. Um, I mean, it's not the end of the world that it's a port. Because there is a certain like nostalgic yeah. charm to it for sure, but I am disappointed. Yeah. If you if you wanted, uh, it, it's funny people on Reddit are like reminiscing about the Spyro got a full remake and they were upset by it, and then <laughs> yeah. people and people are like getting just a port of the Mario games and they're super excited about it. Um, but if you're looking for a remake or slightly updated version of it's Mario 64, Super Mario 64. Uh, it's probably best to play it on the 3DS, Super Mario 64 DS. DS. Yeah. Yep. And that is a more optimized version, especially for, <laughs> especially for like con- more conventional controls. And you can kind of, you, you can use the touch screen as well. Mm-hmm. And then, and then also Mario's, uh, um, uh, 
his gang, his Luigi, Waluigi, I think Wario and Yoshi. Yoshi are playable in those ones. So I think it's and there's a hundred and. Hundred and thirty or hundred and fifty total stars instead of just yeah. one twenty. So like, like, like if before this, I don't know how this is going to, to you know, I'm sure this will be great. This will be fine. But if somebody said, "Hey, I want to play Super Mario sixty four, I would probably tell somebody go play the DS version of that. That would probably be the best way for somebody to get to that. It's still good though. Like, because one mm-hmm. of the last games that I ever ever played on my um my mom's old CRT, actually the last game I ever played on my mom's old CRT was Mario sixty four. I went back. Because I had it on the original N64, but not until like much later in my life. And I never 100%ed it. I 100%ed all three files on Mario 64 DS. Got all 150 stars in three files because it's just that fun. Um, but I went back and I did it and I was like, you know what? It's it's still fun. It's still really satisfying. And it plays great. So, you know, mm-hmm. if they can it- still have that like lossless input and same gameplay like it's satisfying and it's yeah. it'll be cool to have it in a like to go form factor that's like a nicer screen than a ds screen <laughs> i think it's funny that so the 64 is in reference to it being on the n64 yeah yep. and and then you have it on the ds and so they yeah. tack on ds yeah mm-hmm. so you have super mario 64 ds <laughs> they should have super mario 64 ds hd on the switch and, and then bring it to the wii uh you the ds you port the ds version to the wii yeah. u yeah, and then add a U on the end. Yeah, and then bring that version to the Switch so that it's <laughs> Mario sixty four DS uh, U Deluxe. You, although it isn't, <laughs> oh it's, just, it's just Super Mario three D All Stars. That's it. Yeah, yeah. or just it's or just, just Super Mario sixty four three D. It's just it's just a reference to Super Mario All Stars. It's, it's a sequel to that package. Yeah. Um, and then because like Mario Sunshine is not the most well received Mario game, which uh, is a fucking travesty. Um, <laughs> so good, it's Mario, honestly in my top like three games of all time. Sorry, Mario Galaxy is a fucking phenomenal game. Eh. People, <laughs> oh my, sorry. Right. Here we oh, go. Galaxy is a gem. That thing is. Uh, people were disappointed that Galaxy Two didn't make it on here. Um that uh yeah. galaxy 2 is like the most selling wii game isn't it yeah and uh it's one of the few games that was that it made it over to the wii u as well like i but actually have it on my wii u i think mm. just just stylistically it would be weird to have two of the same franchise games or same like a sequel like but, here they have like these three games but hey let's let's nitpick this is a this is a spiritual successor to super mario all-stars which was remade versions it wasn't even a port they were remade versions of super mario world uh, sorry super mario bros super mario uh, bros 2 super mario bros 3 and then super mario bros lost levels which was the japanese version of super mario bros 2 so you actually had four games in there one of them was a similar style to another game in there mm. that's right <laughs> so checkmate well now we, this kind of ties into our curry corner with the uh this only being available until march 31st so we'll get into yeah. that later uh i want to move on to super mario 3 world plus bowser's uh, Fury. Is this a new pack? Because I don't ever remember this being... Or was this existing with the other version of 3D World? Tim? I... Bowser's Fury? Yeah. So, sorry, repeat the question? Uh, see the Mario 3D World Bowser's Fury plus Bowser's yeah, yeah. Fury? Is Bowser's Fury... Is this a new pack? Or is this part of the other... Like, was this released before? 
It wasn't released before. It's it's like what they've done for the um for the re-releases of the Super Mario, like the Mario and Luigi games, where they show it from like a different. I'm guessing mm. they didn't really show much, but like when they did, um, you know, Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga plus Bowser's Minions, and then there was like Mario and Luigi Partners in Time plus oh, okay. Bowser Junior Story or whatever it was. Um, they're like, my guess is they're gonna there's gonna be a, a shorter section of the game where you play it from Bowser's perspective. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's I'm I'm down for it. This this one is a uh, I guess you could say it's a continuation of 3D Land, which was a DS or 3DS 3DS, 3DS, 3DS titles. Game. Another super solid game. Yeah. So this was on the Wii U, but they did not have the U uh, name. No, Super Mario no. 3D World did not have the U because they, they already had a Super U Mario game. U, right? They have they have new, new Super Mario Bros. You yeah, yeah new Super Mario Bros. Which was a DS title. Then new Super Mario Bros. U. Then the I Lano, actually completed that the, game. The Luigi Pack. There's a there's a Luigi add-on in there too. New Super Luigi Bros. Yeah yeah. Um, you want to know a quick a quick tip for Mario games? The world games are always 3D games on a console. Mario Land is always the 2d games or or land is always on a is on a handheld mm-hmm. and bros is always the 2d games but now what do they do on the switch it's it's a handheld and a, and a console Ooh. i guess they will probably have a new naming scheme i don't know <laughs> new super mario 3d continent well they'll probably just have both they'll probably have bros <laughs> yeah, for the 2d probably. games and then world for the 3d games the mario land series is probably done yeah they, so so you have the 2d platformers you have the lands you have the worlds you have the the are the RPG series, uh, Ugh, like the whole pa- the pa- the Paper Mario, the Superstar Sagas, oh. the Inside Bowser story. The it's it's a lot. It's a tall drink of water if you want to go through all the Mario stuff. They're milking this uh, this Mario here. Yeah, I mean yeah. it's Nintendo. <laughs> I understand. I understand. What else um, are they gonna do now, Adriano? Mm-hmm. You're a big uh, Amiibo fan. Yes, you I have a am. lot of Amiibos. Yep. But I think I'm done, so don't. Is, it, uh, is Amiibo plural? Is that already plural? I don't amiibos, know. Amiibos Ami- is the plural. Amiibai, actually. I was going to say Amiibai. That's not how grammar works. <laughs> According to this GameSpot article, two new Amiibo will release February 12th. With probably uh, more on the way, to be honest. I wouldn't be surprised if they announce more, too. Y- yeah, absolutely. There's Cat Mario and Cat Peach, and they are yeah. pretty adorable. Yes, they are. They are cute. Uh, I'm definitely not going to be getting this collection. The only The only collections that I have are the... Super Smash Bros, which to be honest, if somebody made me just the right offer with those amiibos, I would probably offload them. <laughs> uh, the other, the other series that I have, because they take up a lot of space, like they are in storage somewhere, like they are in totes. In How many storage. total amiibos would you say you have? A total amiibos, um, definitely over forty. Ooh, definitely maybe over fifty. Because I have, I have those. I have the Super Smash Bros collection. Mm. Um, I have. The Shovel Knight collection. Nice. I have... There are other single Mario one-off ones that I have. Yep, yep, that, Super that, Mario series. Yeah, that weren't, that weren't scaled with the... They're weird. That weren't scaled with the um, Smash, Smash Bros. Bros. ones. So they're actually, like, bigger. Like, the Mario on yeah. one is bigger than the other, which, which I always found weird. Yeah. Um, I do kind of regret not getting some of the Breath of the... The Legend of Zelda uh, mm-hmm. Amiibos. Specifically, Breath of the Wild, or just some of the Zelda ones? Breath of the Wild, because uh, okay. I I also imagine that they are going to probably get a new wave of them for Breath of the Wild two or whatever the fuck it's called. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, so 
I think I would keep the Shovel Knight ones only and then kind of offload the rest of them if I had an opportunity. It's kind of funny that um, Nintendo's the only one who's been able to keep the Toys to Life thing alive. It, there's just a there's just a but I imagine nostalgic feeling more for about. collectibles than they are. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, none, none, would, of mine, agree, none of mine are, are opened. Uh, the only the only ones that I've ever opened are ones that I've had double of. So like I have a Zero Suit Samus open. I think I have a. Uh, I may have a bay a bayonetta one open, but those I have them. I have those ones out somewhere. Yeah. What 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 I was actually thinking of doing is if I ever wanted to like display them, if I decide to keep them, I would pick a wall and I would place them in the order of the Smash Bros. character selection screen. Nice. And then leave it's gaps. Chronological. Yeah, and then leave gaps where I don't have those characters. Fair enough. Do you remember uh, Sony kind of tried not really amiibos, <laughs> but they had just like those oh, figures. Yeah, God, yeah. yeah they, it only it only seems Don't to work with me. Nintendo because they're such charming character designs. Well, mm. the difference there is that the the Sony figures had no functionality. Yeah, they were they're amiibos you can actually use with games. Yeah, and there were and I, what was the what was the fucking brand called? I can't even remember. But it wasn't just Sony. Like there were there were Master Chief ones. There were Marcus Phoenix ones. Like there was some Microsoft in there too. Yeah. It's super weird, but I Man. think I think it's really has to do with the de- design. They just look right. Um, yeah, where the yeah. Sony ones just they just look like the, like crappy plastic molded toys. Yeah. of the characters. Um, um, the only one I think who else succeeded in that was uh, Disney Infinity. I, I uh, still, but they I still Skylanders too. Yes, Disney. no, but I, but in terms of well, I guess so. Yeah, Skylanders is fairly so. I, I still see Disney Infinity uh, figures at the dollar store. They're still I like hanging the, up there. Oh, of course. Yeah. I like the cutesy design of the uh, Disney Infinity um, ones. I have um, all the Star Wars ones. I was going to say the Star Wars animated ones. Yeah. Um, like they're, they're almost in the style of the animated series, which is just pretty stylized, right? Yeah. So it, it ages well. The, uh, the Leia one is like an amazing, like just sculpture. Oh, yeah. It. It's, it's great. Um, I was kind of hoping when Overwatch came to the Switch that there oh, yeah. would be a series of Overwatch Amiibos, which I would have absolutely There's still time sold my taking out a mortgage on them if I had to another mortgage. <laughs> yeah, though <laughs> so that they would have absolutely just had a blank check for me if they released Overwatch Amiibos. Uh, Mario Kart Live Home Circuit. Yeah, this yeah, that's an interesting one. This is a hundred dollar thing. <laughs> What is this? I will let you know how this is because as soon as I show this to my nephew, my brother-in-law, uh, I promise you they're going to buy this. This kit allows you to create a custom course layout in your home and race using a physical cart, which responds to in-game boost stops mm-hmm. uh, when hit with an item and more. You'll also be able to race against uh, Koopalings in Grand Prix, unlock course customization and costumes, and play with up to four players locally. This is like a physical... like. RC yeah. car almost. This would absolutely yep. be the thing that I would die for as a kid, and it would yeah. be too expensive for my parents to buy for me, and I would have been so mad, but I would have loved to have this as a kid. It looks like it has a camera on there or something? Yeah, so so you're 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 navigating it from your phone, like James Bond style. Um, from the switch, the actual yeah. switch. And then and then you're you're oh, just, awesome. then you're just racing around. So then what happens is is obviously not in your living room but if you if you get a shell and you whip it at luigi whip and it, 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 it registers a hit the opponent's car will slow down appropriately like it, it, will, for, it, it will force a slowdown for that and uh the first thing that i thought of when i saw this is i was like 
what's what's the most ridiculous course that people are going to make for this? Oh, I, I like I'm just fully anticipating that yeah. the the major Nintendo like Twitch streamers are going to have like rent out a warehouse and make mm-hmm. like an intense course. It's going to yeah. be fucking I, awesome. I I look to I look really look forward to the to the rabbit hole of Twitch channels that oh, yeah. go down. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, and then the final like big announcement was Game and Watch Super yeah. Mario Bros. <laughs> that was uh, funny. The original Game and Watch system released in 1980. Now, 40 years later, it'll be available again as Game and Watch Super Mario Bros. The new collectible device releases November 13th for $50. It'll be able to play Super Mario Bros. and Super Mario Bros. The Lost Levels and a special version of Ball with a Mario makeover. What the hell is um, Ball? Uh, it's like it's like a like a keep up game. It was like uh, it was like one of the base games that you got on Game yeah. and Watch. This is the ridiculous part. It'll also do double duty as a clock. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because I think the original one did too. So oh, they're just okay. keeping that feature. Yeah. Um, I imagine this f- is going to sell out like the um, that, NES mini. Yeah, I, I immediately tried to pre-order it. The pre-orders are not open yet. I will let you know when they are. Even I want this. Um, yeah, that's is, that's funny. I really feel like there's not that much, like, for the people that I know, and maybe it's just because, like, I don't really associate that much with people that are a couple of years older than me, mm-hmm. but it's like, I don't know anybody that has ever shown any any interest in Game & Watch, aside from you guys now. I'm not interested in Game & Watch, I just want, I just want it. <laughs> I'm know? so beyond that point now of just buying stuff to have it. I, I want, <laughs> I, so want the, I want the, the, the Nintendo Classic, uh the classic consoles i have the nes the snes and i i am waiting for when they just announce the game boy classic or the oh. game boy color classic or the advance or the special oh, or the that'd be kind of cool yeah fuck yeah i'm gonna buy them all <laughs> i bought the classic nes and snes and i kind of wish i hadn't because i never used them I, I i bought them to not use them they i just have them in a box yeah. i have the ps1 classic so do i i paid oh, full God. fucking price for that thing and then I immediately paid, like, discount I paid like forty bucks. Oh, yeah, they went down to twenty bucks when all was said and done. I also, I also have a Sega one and an Atari one, and I, I almost considered getting the Commodore sixty four version that came out as well. Didn't they release an actual, like, full size Commodore? Did they uh, don't see that. Not a full size. It was a Commodore Mini. No, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure they have a full size one. I don't know. I saw, I saw a YouTuber <laughs> using it. Because the original Commodore was gigantic, it's like it's like it's bigger than, than like a the normal it's, size keyboard. Yeah, it's like a whole computer. Yeah, um, but what's funny is like in the original, obviously they have a big circuit board inside there, and the new one when you crack it open, like the circuit board is like fifteenth the size. <laughs> but it's the, it's the same exact computer, so I don't think it's um, I don't think it's emulation. I think they're actually running it, something like that. Hmm. Um, other things announced were uh, Puma RS Dreamer Super Mario 64 sneakers. The C the what C64 the and the C64 Mini. Yeah, you're right. Oh, yeah. yeah um, there's two different ones. Monopoly Super Mario Celebration. Of course, there's a Monopoly game. Um, Jenga Super Mario Edition. It's a me, Mario, action figure. <laughs> <laughs> Lego NES. Now, this thing's impressive, but $230 American. Yeah. Yeah, I saw I saw that thing. That that's that thing that doesn't actually work, right? But it has like a little TV. Yeah, it's gorgeous though. It looks cool. It is cool. It's not for me though. Really? 
Nah, it's just, I don't know, man. It's another one of those things where I would buy it and I'd be like, dope. And then once the dopamine's worn I, off, it, I don't care anymore. I, I, I be collecting dust. Yeah, yeah. I, I would buy it, assemble it, disassemble it, put it in the box. And then... <laughs> yep, 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 yep. Uh, Lego Super Mario Starter Course. It's like a little. I do. Is this Lego? Oh, new product, new, new product line with Lego, but there are many other. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, it's just like a little game you can play with, with Legos. Yeah. And then T-shirts. Uh, and then Mario, the Origami, Origami King. King. So there's one thing that we uh, also glance over, and this is going to tie into the, the later question, the whatever query corner question we call it now. Um, they have another game that is also time limited. On top of the limited sale for the the 3D All-Stars, there is a... Um, shit, where is it? I saw it in here. There is a... a like a 35 player um oh yeah mario uh, multiplayer game i just saw the description earlier i don't know where the fuck it went yeah mario Um, bros 35 yeah that's it so it's a it's a take on the original super mario bros game where you're playing the same level against other players and as you defeat enemies they'll get fed into other players games the more you remember you remember tetris 99 it's like that but for mario yeah and the thing though about this is it's not besides it not only being available like for a limited time, it's only playable for a limited time. Like they actually announced it with the intention of shutting it down. Yeah, that's the weird part. Yeah, and I think it's the same time for like I think it's either till the end of the year or until March thirty first or something like that. But once once that goes, like you can't play it anymore. Like it's actually just gone. Yeah. So bizarre. Yeah. All right, um, let's move on here. Microsoft acknowledges the Xbox uh, Series X price and release date that uh, it will reveal it when they're ready. So Xbox, uh, it comes to us from GameSpot. Xbox UK marketing lead Samuel Bateman said on Twitter, I understand everyone is excited to know and people want to plan uh, purchases, etc. We'll let you all know when we're ready. Um, he was responding to someone uh, who was being very critical of the uh, lack of pricing because they want to help, uh, they want to budget and make sure they have enough in time for launch. Um, how are you guys feeling that we're so deep into this year now and still do not know release date or price? It seems unusual, I, correct? I honestly don't. It doesn't bother me. Like, I don't know why people get so bent out of shape out of, like, wondering how much something's going to cost. Like, well, some people do have it, to budget, though. Yeah, I think they, they, have to, they have to figure yeah, out. Yeah, but their... you, can, you can take an educated guess and start putting money away, though. Yeah. Like you don't have to wait until you know the price of something to start budgeting for it. But but just in terms of like pre-ordering and numbers, like this is the absolute weirdest launch ever. Like if you look at every launch window six months prior for for the previous consoles, like it was it was known. Like they they had they would announce a price at E3. I'm not saying that it's not atypical. I just don't think it's as big a deal as people are making it out to be. I think it's creating I, a bit of anxiety. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just like I want to get this pre-ordered because I want to make sure I have it. And the longer you know, they're making us wait, it just feels like feels like the demand is almost going up, and like you're going to miss out. We already know. It makes that you the, wonder, right? Like, there's got to be a reason why they're not saying. It's probably could be something as like you know benign as they just don't even know yet. I think they're. I honestly think they're playing chicken with each other. Yeah, absolutely, yeah, it's possible. <clears throat> Which I find odd because like if you're Sony and and obviously they want to keep their lead. If there is a lowest price they could give, why not just come out with that? Just play hardball. Because then you're cutting into your profit margin. 
No, I understand that. But if they're willing to go down to that price regardless... Yeah, but what, what, if, what if you could charge 10 more? You sell a million consoles. No, I understand. But what are they going to do if, if, if Xbox announces the same price as their lowest price? What, are they not going to do their lowest price? They th- That's worst case scenario for them, right? More than likely. Unless these prices are decided and they are playing chicken, but they're not going to budge. Assuming that they have a range in mind, each of them. They want to get the highest in their range that they can. If one gives out the price and he's way above everyone else, the other console is going to go to the maximum in its range. Right. And this kind of ties into this uh, other story here we have about the Series S and why that has not yet been announced. And it's probably not been announced because it's supposed to be a lower cost Xbox, but they can't say it's a lower cost Xbox unless you know the price of the Series X. You know what I mean? I kind of want to throw some salt in here and say I think this console launch has been botched. Yeah, PC all the way, motherfuckers. Well, I mean, they both they, they, both consoles have been confirmed to be coming out this year. So, I mean... But, no, oh. but I what I mean is is I feel as though COVID has actually affected them more than they're willing to le- like lead on. I and don't... They, I'm going to say that this isn't a COVID thing, though. But I, I don't think the COVID affected... I don't think COVID affected the consoles... I think COVID affected the games, and then the and then COVID by 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 extension then affects the console because the console doesn't have an install base of new games yet because it's brand new. And neither wants to delay the console to be to have more games on it during launch because they know that that'll hurt it. That'll hurt them because because realistically, Halo would probably be coming out this holiday if if COVID hadn't hit them. Maybe there were other problems in there we don't know, but COVID probably hurt them pretty bad. I wouldn't be surprised if we see the... There's always like a run of games that come out in February and March. I wouldn't be surprised if those get pushed back. Although, they, they said they were bringing back that old um, Halo developer or, or game designer or whoever he was yeah. to try to help get them back on track. That, that doesn't sound like a uh, COVID thing to me. It could be low morale, and he could be a person that helps, that helps morale. It could because be a guy who's really good at organization and he knows how to remotely organize people better. This uh, is Joseph Staten is a new campaign project lead. Yeah. Um, I, I think I remember... I, it wasn't until I said my yeah PC gaming all the way comment I realized that there was a story that I meant to put in here that I actually forgot to, to send in. Um, the I think Sony said that they were looking to bring more of the first party titles to PC based off the sales of well, uh, yeah they didn't officially say it yeah but, but they uh, it. it was during like an investors meeting or something like that and it got leaked out that they are definitely going to be or not definitely but they're they're going to be looking at releasing more of their first party titles on PC their interest has been peaked more or less yeah yeah uh, Sony ponders potential PS to PC ports Mm-hmm. A I think they're understanding things. that a lot of gamers are moving towards PC, and like especially gamers with money, they're not really yeah. they're not really buying a console as like their secondary device. A lot of PC gamers actually have a Switch as their secondary device. Uh, that's because that's so niche, right? <laughs> yeah, and so I don't think PlayStation can really carve out that same kind of niche like Nintendo has. Um, so maybe they're, they're trying. Maybe they're adapting. Maybe that's good. I'm okay with that. 
Yeah. I mean, it just because it suits me, you know. <laughs> but yeah. I don't know. I don't know other people, but like, I think it's good for gamers as a whole. Um, it might not I feel be like, good for business, maybe. I don't know. I've said this before too. Like, I, I, when it when it comes to being like a part of the the demographic for like the gamer marketers do such a bad job of reaching me you know i don't see ads for things for games and stuff that like you'd think that i would see the only time i ever see ads for games is like when i'm already on twitch anyway it's like how how can it be that i'm i'm a you know mid-20s guy with disposable income in north america and advertisers don't know how to get to me and you know i feel like Sony has so much potential in that regard, you know, to get these the money out of the hands of these of these people that are in my demographic, right? And they just haven't even it seemingly haven't even tried. So what do you do you mean um like PC gamers? Well, yeah, I guess PC to like, an extent, where, but where are you seeing I mean, ads? Like you know, social media on on ads on uh, YouTube, Twitch, things like that. I almost never see ads for things that I would realistically be interested in, and it feels like marketers are really missing a mark. Like I'm I'm part of the the demographic that's that's probably got the most most likely to to buy their product, and they just don't even reach me. Like it's something like that Kayla has talked about too, and I mean she works in marketing. <laughs> and she's like, and she has said herself, like, I'm, you know, a mid twenties professional with disposable income, and I have to go out and pursue the things that I want to buy. I have to go like research them myself, and like nothing ever gets pushed to me, kind of thing. It's really interesting. I wonder if it's if it's because uh, our generation very much looks things up. Like if if you if you tell me that the the. Uh, this controller is the greatest controller ever. I may start my research there, which is probably a really good step. But I know that a fair bit of the people I know will go and look at alternatives for whatever was advertised to them or whatever they found originally when, when researching. And then they will go with the cheaper option. So I wonder if it's something along those lines where... I mean, for me, I usually find the most effective marketing comes from Amazon, actually, because they're just recommending me stuff that I've already looked up or things that I've already bought um, and are pushing that to me on, like, social media, stuff like that. That's very true. I, I Like, if you look up, if you look at a product page, like, once or more, especially if you look at it more than once, it's going to be all over your, your, your web browser. It's going to be all over the damn place. Yeah. I sent you some sunglasses. I sent some sunglasses to Ryan, and like it showed up in his in his advertisement, in, in his advertising spots. in 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 Mac rumors. It, you what? It, t- it had they had two ad spaces, and they were both for the same thing. Oh, that's I've right. Seen, I've seen that. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be less angry at ads if like they were decent quality, and like that kind of crap didn't happen. And I almost wish there was like a, a way to say I bought this item. <laughs> Usually, you can. Depending on what uh, platform you're seeing it on, you can you can say like hide this ad and then it'll ask why and you can say I've already purchased it or it's too repetitive or I'm not interested. They're supposed to know everything about me, but they don't know I purchased it already. Well, well because, because you buy a lot of things from a lot of different places, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was gonna say because because then if they do know that, then people are gonna be like, hey, what are you monitoring my credit card? Yeah. Um. All right, let's move on here. This was a big 
announcement from NVIDIA on their new RTX uh, 3080 GPU. Um, that's like their new flagship. Um, this comes from The Verge. So this new 3080, this, these are coming from the NVIDIA, that they're saying it is up to two times that of the RTX 2080, and faster than even NVIDIA's RTX 2080 Ti, which is like the current like, top tier great gaming card. Uh, the card will ship with 10 gigabytes of memory and will be priced at 699 American, which is insane. <laughs> when the 2080 Christ. is like what, 1200 American or something like that? A thousand to like 1200 American. So I thought they were 1000, 1200 Canadian. Uh, the TI, yeah. Let me be right then. So this is this is insane that they're saying it's up to two times the RTX 2080. And even faster than the 2080 Ti. And here like, I am just jerking off with a 1070 Ti. <laughs> I got to catch up. 1070. <laughs> well, now would be a great time because like the, the cost on these things is insane. Yeah. Um, they also what... have the 3070, which is 499 American. And that's that's the same uh, apparently capable card, more capable card than the RTX 2080, which is what I currently have. Well, guys, let me say when this. Uh... When we get the vaccines and the world can resume, the three of us might be building me a new PC. <laughs> I think it's a bit overdue at this point. I'm that giving you a 0.26% chance of that happening. What do you mean? I'm just... I'll just, we can't I'm, just do it now. I'm just troll. I'm just trolling you because I always do that. Whenever you say you're going to do something, I always say like zero point zero one percent. I got. I, I built this one. I made. I got this one when I when I want to get a new PC. 0.36. No. I mean, I've only had my PC like over a year, I think. Right, Matt? I'm not sure. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, around then. It was because uh, it was starting to get cold. I remember that specifically. Yeah. Because we went out, we were sweating our asses off, and then we put the PC outside and we we're freezing. <laughs> um, even I'm considering buying a new card. Like, holy crap. I literally have a computer running beside me that's been fixed like 14 times and is like probably... 10, 9, 11, something like that. 11 to 9 years old. 9 to 11 years old. Oh, yeah, because you got that one in college, right? The start of I, college? I built it I built it in college, yeah. What uh, what card do you have in there now, Ryan? An RTX 2080. I wonder if, I wonder if that will go into my board. You want to buy it? If, uh, yeah, I have a feeling it won't fit in that case. I was going to say, I've got a 2060 Super, and just when Ryan said that he's even considering getting a new card, I kind of also have been too. And the 2060 Super, I think in certain scenarios, actually outperforms. Certainly the 2070, possibly the 2080. Wait, wait, what are you... Wait a sec, the 26... Oh, the 2060 Super. The 60 Super. Yeah. I, oh, I, okay. Well, so if you want to buy that. Well, because <laughs> I, have, I have a 1070 Ti in there now, and it is a... Like, it barely fits in there like it is the big one with the it's the i think it's the asus one with the three fans and like if you if if you were to look in my case like i just have wires wrapped around that thing and oh, it God. is there's barely any breathing space in there it's an office case yeah it's an office case it's, it's <laughs> i in don't there. i don't have a very large case and mine is barely taking up like half the space in my case so no my 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 1070 ti is physically massive oh well yeah, then I'm my, my 2080 smaller. would fit yeah. yeah, so I'll have to see if uh, if that can go into my board, if it'll work with it. Uh, that, uh, that might be something I'll consider if you want to buy 
30, 30, 90 or whatever. I'm not buying the 3090. That's insane. 3070? 3080. 38? Well, okay. Sorry. <laughs> Excuse 30, me. 3070? God, no. 3090? God, no. <laughs> <laughs> this forge this... is too cold. This forge is too yeah. hot. This one's just right. Is this some sort of peasant joke I'm too rich to understand? <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> 370? Uh, eh. 390? Eh. 380. Well, let's That's talk about the 3090. Because right. the 3090 was absolutely insane. Um, I guess it's taking place of their Titan cards, which were also ridiculous cards. Um, but what they're promising with the 3090 is 8K gaming at 60 frames per second. 8K. What the hell? What the hell are people doing? I just bought a 1080p monitor. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah, I'm totally content with 1080. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't need that. 1080 is fine for gaming, especially yeah. on like a 27 inch monitor or something. Um, but these cards are just too. They're a little too good. It's a little scary. Um, I'm hoping the reviews show them that they are as powerful as NVIDIA is claiming. Because that would be a good time for uh, PC enthusiasts. Always a good time to buy the previous generation cards when the new generation comes out. A lot of people are saying they feel bad for people who just bought a 2080 Ti because yeah, new cards leave, them, leave it in the dust and are a lot less expensive. So All right. At, at finals... that at that grade, though, those people weren't searching for a budget card, and a twenty eighty Ti ain't ain't nothing to like scoff at. Like it's no, not like it's, you're gonna be like, "Damn, I can't play anything." Yeah, you know. Yeah, <laughs> this card sucks. I don't even so, know what card I have in this. Can computer. only play. <laughs> like, I don't even care. Like I thought you bought a new one. You bought that AMD thing. I bought some AMD card to replace my my two other cards, and I can't remember what it's called. <laughs> I, I'm like that. You know what it is? It's like because I like work at computers. I'm like that. I'm like the the mechanic that has like the old '90s car that's still going, which I also have one of those pretty much. But um, I'm like I mean... the mechanic that has like the old '90s car, like instead of having like a really nice souped up newer thing. It's the same. It's like with my computers. I'm like I'm just like I don't care. Like just I don't know. Plug this in. Oh, it's a little blurry. Whatever. It's fine. <laughs> like my mouse anchor for my cable is a broken dollar store flashlight that takes D or C cell batteries. I put D or C cells in there to weigh it down, and I put that on my microphone or my uh, mouse cable to anchor it to the desk. See, that I won't do. That is just a, <laughs> like, I'm sorry. I've used that, that for like 10 just, years, man. No, no. Like, enjoy your space. Like, get that is a nice... it, It's behind the shelf. I can't even see it. God, we're going to go to Ikea one but day, But you man. know it's we're... there. I don't. It doesn't bother me. I have a. I have a, a. A desk from Zellers, man. I, oh my God, Zellers! What's What's next? A chair from Kmart? What? I though I did find a, a really yes. old plastic bag from Kmart the other day. Matt, ever we're gonna we're gonna go furniture shopping when the when the world resumes. I'm gonna take you to IKEA. You're going to enjoy your home. <laughs> Live life comfortably, man. Yeah. But is, this, is this like did they did they purchase like you have to say that a certain amount of times a day? That's correct. <laughs> um, do you still have that uh, that dust filter mag- magnetized to the front of your case? Yeah, <laughs> I love that. That's such a that's such a Matt Lawrence thing. Hey man, it works. Just, just, just take, take it off and wash it off. Let it dry for a day. Put it back on there. Our final story: PS5's backwards compatibility is uh, in question. Not necessarily PS4, but earlier generations: the PS3, PS2, PS1. Um, this was according to a Ubisoft support page, uh, again from GameSpot. 
um, on how titles will transition from PS4 to PS5. So on this page, it did note on the bottom that backwards compatibility will be available for supported PlayStation 4 titles, but will not be possible possible for PlayStation 3, PlayStation 2, or PlayStation games. Now there was an update to this, and they removed that comment. So we're not sure we have hmm. whether this is just like an inaccuracy or that they weren't supposed to <laughs> say these things. It's probably it's probably that one. They probably weren't supposed to say it. Yeah, and. Um, I'm not surprised. I'm, I, this, isn't, yeah. this isn't that controversial. The PS4 can't play those games outside of streaming. Uh, and I imagine this, it'll be the same case uh, for the PS5. Yeah. I don't know why I, people are... I don't even know why this was a story. This is what I expected. Yeah, it is, this I, is exactly what I... I think people were, were hoping that because Microsoft has... like You, you can play a lot of uh, original Xbox and 360 games. That they were hoping that Sony would try to figure out a way to do it themselves yeah but unfortunately the playstation consoles are so vastly different from one console to another yeah that they just it can't do it like like i'm i'm grateful that i have a ps a launch ps3 because it is backwards compatible so pretty much between the ps3 the ps4 and my inevitable ps5 i then can play any of the console any game from anywhere Mm -hmm. um and like just to reinforce it the playstation's Two Packers compatibility is only because there's a physical PlayStation sitting on the bottom of the PlayStation Two. Like they actually worked in another console, and the same with the with the PlayStation Three. It's only backwards compatible because they shoved the PS Two and another PS at the bottom of the PS Three. Like it, like it's not even emulating it. Like it's just running it separately. That's pretty awesome, though. Like like <laughs> like that's how they had to do it, and that that's why the fucking things are so thick at the the launch models. I had one and it broke near at the end of its generation. Like when PS4 started coming out, I got the yellow light of death. No, oh, my uh, my PS my PS3 still works fine. Uh, it does the same thing that my PS4 starting to do. I can't leave a disc in there, otherwise it won't uh, it won't turn on properly. Like I have to if I ever as soon as I turn off the con before I turn off the console, I just have to take the disc out. Other than that, wait, does yours does yours if you leave a disc in take like two or three tries to turn on? Um, it will. My PS3 will go. I'll turn it on and go beep, beep, beep. And then it'll go into like an error light. And then I'll turn it on again and go beep, beep, beep. And then it'll go into the error light. So then what happens is I have to turn it off, turn it on. And within that that frame, like that small window, I have to hit the eject button to get the disc out. And then it will go through its boot up. Oh, my Christ. That's the PS3. The PS4, if I leave a disc in there, it will <laughs> scare the shit out of me the one night. Um, in Out of standby, it will turn itself on and it will just shove the disc out like it'll just launch it out and then the thing will just make like a grinding noise it'll be like and the disc will just be like hanging like dangling just like rocking in place so it's like okay i guess i can't leave a disc in the system anymore i noticed my ps4 makes the disc noise a lot like so i leave my disc in there and like i'll start i'll turn it off let's say or there was like a power outage or whatever so then i'll i'll uh turn it on from like the off status and it will like fail sometimes to turn on a couple times and then you it'll it'll always beep though it'll be like beep and then just won't do anything and then beep doesn't do anything third one does it but then it sounds like i'm putting the disc in so it goes like ding, ding, oh my god <laughs> i have the the disc noises for the playstation consoles are just sound god awful why well, i have a buzzgate console so does no, ryan no wii u wii u sounds fucking amazing well i don't have a buzzgate one anymore well, you'd still do. 
You just don't use that one. Yeah. Yeah, as, as for his backwards compatibility, yeah, it sucks, but at least I have a feeling from this moving forward, you know, if consoles are going to be a thing, if they somehow continue them, they are going to be smart enough to say, hey, from here on out, everything's got to be backwards compatible. But then also, again, we're just going to go to streaming anyways, and you'll have everything in one ecosystem, so it doesn't really matter. You know what's interesting about this, actually, is like, not to like and, and this is not the the streaming thing uh i'm not going to spark that again but if <laughs> let's say they do go to streaming and you purchased all those movies and stuff on the PlayStation store like the amount of movie stores digital movie stores is like shrinking and a couple of the ones where you like redeem the blu-ray codes you buy the blu-ray get the digital code a couple of those people have shut down recently I wonder what would happen if you're a person that bought all your movies on PlayStation because that was your entertainment console. And then what? It shut down? Like, yeah. So, like, let's just say there's no PS6 mm-hmm. and it's all streaming. Do they um, do they release an app? N- like, no, what do they so do? Probably what would happen in that case is unf- you probably each title would have to be renegotiated again on Sony's end. Because guaranteed the purchase agreement um, that you that you click when you say buy a buy you know Ocean's Eleven on PlayStation Store or whatever says it's only for that hardware or this set of hardware or any sort of future iteration of that hardware. But then if you're going in, then if you you they won't let you move that license over to a the same account onto a streaming platform. So. Like, remember when I think Ultraviolet shut down? Yep. Okay. So I had... So what happened was is prior to Ultraviolet shutting down, WB Movie Collection let me migrate that collection over. And they said, hey, your movies are going to exist here. The problem was, though, they didn't have licenses for all the movies in which I had in Ultraviolet. So it was like, yeah... This would be your collection if we were supporting these movies, but because we're not, go fuck yourself, and you're only going to get these ones. And I have a feeling that's what's going to be like. Out of all the movies and, and all the, the the movie shows, whatever that you bought, if the license can be migrated over or Sony's willing to do the legwork to relicense it, then I imagine they would honor that, but you probably wouldn't. Because I do remember that Flickster video at one point shut down or is shutting down. I'm not sure what the status is. And they wanted us to migrate over to Google Play Movies. Well, I, and, I think I, I did. I moved all that stuff over. Yeah, I, so I did the migration as they instructed. But one of my movies wouldn't move. And so I contacted their support. And then they, they just gave me a movie. They're just like, here, you can choose between these three. Because they're like, we can't get that one. So that's definitely yeah. like a licensing thing. Exactly. I mean, it's fine by me. It was an old-ass movie. I can't remember what it was. And they gave me Aquaman like a few days after release. So I was like, okay. Oh, there you go. Clearly, you came out on top on yeah, that one, Matt. That's fine by me. <laughs> Ooh, doggy. All right. Permission to come aboard. <laughs> uh, let's hop into the Query Corner question. Uh, I don't know if I'm using this word right. I put it in there. Uh, efficacy of creating demand. Say that again. What was that first word? That sounds right, right? Efficacy? Legacy? Efficacy. efficacy. That's correct. Oh. So this has to do what with. Did you just call me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
I thought that was in the distance. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm off. I'm not on my mic right now. <laughs> um, this has to do with the uh, kind of the the Super Mario uh, announcements, the, the limited time to buy certain objects, and kind of creating this uh, this urgency to to purchase these games. And it's it's making Adriano buy a Switch just to get the game. Mm-hmm. So, um, how do you guys feel about? Uh, this is easily a thing they could offer, you know, indefinitely. It, uh, you already know my opinion. It does not make for happy Adriano because like <laughs> I said, it forces my hand. Yeah. Um, because I would have, because like I, I told myself for, you know, the console purchases of, you know, PlayStation, Nintendo switch, whatever, there would be certain benchmark titles in which I would buy that console for. And with switch, I told myself, it was going to be Metroid Prime 4 or um, uh, the Breath of the Wild sequel, whichever one came out first. And I would have just bought bought the the, the 3D All-Stars anyways. Yeah. But now because they're saying you can only buy it for a certain time, now this forces my hand to get a Switch. And it's not like I can just go onto my account like I would be able to on PlayStation and just buy it and have it in my account Nintendo does not let you buy a game digitally if your Nintendo eShop account or your sorry your your My Nintendo account whatever the fuck it's called is not attached to a console. Like if if there's nowhere for it to be immediately deposited onto a console, they don't even let you buy it. Could you sign in on like Mirror Matt's Switch? And... I probably could. Don't want to risk uh, it. <laughs> I, I it's not that I, I don't know what the process is for migrating li- uh, an account or library or anything like that. It's pretty simple. Yeah, but it's it's also at that point like I put it off for two and a half years now. I'm like at this point, I might as well just fucking buy a Switch. Um, it is sooner than I than I I wanted to. Um, I will have to at least the timing window allows me to look at the at the new model. Like I can decide if I want the new one or I want to go with a Switch Lite gray, and then I can buy it from there. Um, you could all you could also at that point in its life. I mean, if you're looking for something that's really budget, you could definitely get a very cheap used Switch Lite. Just yeah, but uh, yeah, but in a, a in a COVID world, I don't want to buy a used Switch. <laughs> well, um, I mean, I mean, the, like you would obviously clean the damn thing. I yeah, but 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 also, I've never been one to buy used hardware. Like, I when I buy an electronic, I kind of want to buy new. It's very it's very rare for me to to do that. Um, uh, the one thing I will have to look at, and I forgot to mention up when they they they. Uh, I'm assuming they're going to fucking adapt for this, but. They showed Super Mario, uh, Super Mario Galaxy. They had a little pop-in window while they're demoing it, and they're showing somebody using the Joy Cons removed from the Switch to 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 hit that. You know the the star little star bit collector that you have to swing around and collect the star bits. Yeah, I want to look into whether or not you need the 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 flagship model of the switch to be able to play that game particular oh, i didn't even think about that yeah yeah or if there's a way for them to map that as a cursor to the right thumbstick if you're using the the switch the, light the switch light so yeah. like that that would absolutely affect the purchase decision uh, i hope to god that they fucking think about it another yeah. th- another thing i'm sure they would have had to adapt for is in super mario sunshine um your pressure based on the on your water gun is yeah. based on the 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 spring trigger for the the GameCube controller. 
that does yeah. not exist with the switch so that has to be adjusted for um so sh- shit like that would will help me determine which switch i get um but going back to this forced like what uh this efficacy of creating demand or as matt put it the other day um uh, false false urgency is that what you called it false urgency yeah yeah artificial urgency yeah, yeah that's what it was um because uh, it worked with uh, with the Forza games, I've bought I've bought every Forza game when they announced its discontinuation, because they don't want to renew the license for the cars. That and one is that one's more reasonable though. Like that one is there's there's a there's a reason there's a reason that 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 is happening. It is yeah. it is not them. It it is a reason outside of their oh, control. Oh, yes, but Matt, that too. they are and that's their reaction. Well, no, but here's the thing though. That is also just a very likely speculation. They've never actually said that is the reason. Oh, right. Okay. It is just, okay, well, it's they're discontinuing it exactly four years, sometimes five years after the game's launch, and they have a shit ton of cars license. It is likely a licensing reason, and they don't want to renew it. That's probably what it is, but they have never said it. They just said, oh, we've, we're graduating it into end of life, and we want to focus on other stuff. And like They're marketing it as, you know, we just don't want to sell this game anymore. With this... It almost seems like it's a Disney Vault situation. When when the Disney movies first came out on DVD, they they advertise a Disney Vault. Oh, it's gonna be out for a bit. Get it while it lasts, and then it's gonna go back into the Disney Vault, and then, you know, maybe you'll never, maybe or maybe you're not. You'll never see it again. And this is kind of what it feels like. And like I, like I like I like I don't know if you know people give Nintendo shit enough. Maybe they will bring it out again. It did work with the release of the. Nintendo Classic Edition and the Super Nintendo Classic Edition. Mm-hmm. Um, when they really fucking did a limited run of it for the first wave, people were like, "What the fuck, Nintendo? What's your problem?" Even like Phil Spencer called them out on it on Twitter. They're like, "Why would you make this a limited run? Like this would sell so well. Just keep releasing it." And then they finally said, "Okay, maybe we should just bring it back." In their defense, though, they did say that it was supposed to be like super limited collectors only kind of thing not to say that it was the right call but just like they did they did set up people's expectations for what it was going to be and and which is which which is fine um but with it's weird that they're like limiting the digital yeah that 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 one's weird too physical yeah they said yeah we're going to do the limited run of the physical so be it that gives your window of opportunity for your for your uh collectors people to get it Mm-hmm. But like for the thought of not being able to buy a game like that really really bothers me like now let the, me just just oh, the information ahead. archivist in me just does not like that at all let me ask you this this is a bit of a pessimistic outlook but let me ask you this uh from matt lawrence nah never hey man okay <laughs> so we already got we already got the microtransactions with rotating stores of which things are removed daily weekly whatever the schedule is per game Mm -hmm. we got like seasons and battle passes depending on whatever game whatever your particular game calls it which Mm -hmm. is a limited time challenge run that makes you play the game daily weekly whatever it is and makes you buy in and all the rest of it and that's time limited there's limited events in things so like christmas events or i don't know st patrick's day events and stuff like that valentine events or stuff like that yeah and what if they're thinking like, okay, okay, we need a little more money. So what we have coming up is a new generation and we can probably raise the games by 10 bucks, but games go on sale a lot. 
And, like, realistically, people who play mostly single-player games or just wait, for, in, for that matter, can get a game for really, really cheap on these, like, crazy spring sales, summer sales, whatever. What if we say, okay, let's not have our game depreciate in value. Let's just make it so that they have to buy it on a certain time. And if they don't buy it at a certain time, eh, you didn't get it. But maybe we'll release it sometime, so you better keep it locked to our Twitter, which we'll advertise a bunch of other stuff to you on. And then we'll re-release some of these games at the full retail value, because these are rare things, and they're worth $79 or $89.99 Canadian. Yeah, I guess is my response to that. That's like I... that's like the next level, right? Like it's another thing because like they they kind of got nailed for loot boxes in most cases, not every game. Yeah, but I don't I I wouldn't expect this from Nintendo though. The, the first well, time I was around. wondering whether they're innocently doing it because of the limited run being very effective with the classic consoles, like you were saying. Like I feel like Nintendo maybe I mean maybe they're pioneering this pessimistic thing that I just said, but at the same time. They could just be innocently being like, "Well, limited time worked before. Let's make it. Let's make it limited time again." But let's not also forget that Nintendo isn't all that innocent in terms of like they will go after you if you do something wrong with their IP. Like they, if if anyone will go after you, it is Nintendo. So they're not exactly like sort of like, "Oh, it's okay, guys." Like they're not kind of happy go lucky all the time. So they could be trying to like pioneer this thing, but that. Like, that's very conspiracy level and, like, speculation. But also, what's the next thing that they need to monetize, right? They monetize the game. There's some games with subscriptions. They got the Xbox Lives and all the rest I'll, of it. I'll what's the you, next thing? I'll tell you exactly what they're going to monetize next. And it's, uh, they're already going to try it with, uh, with Mulan and Disney+. Plus. If they're successful in getting people to pay for Mulan and Disney+, Plus as a separate fee... That is going to become the new norm, where you're going to have then exclusive titles within that streaming platform, in which you have to subscribe, so you have to pay them the monthly, and then there's going to be either either indefinite or or temporary runs of movies where you have to pay a separate fee on top of it until it gets added to like the normal vault or whatever. If it does, if it does, if if something, if if it does, yeah. But like that, that is. I think that's Disney dipping their toe and saying, "Hey, let's let's see if we can." The tiered system is one thing, but now let's just try to outright purchase within the old, within the subscription system. Because now that we've kind of given in and given into the digital world and digital purchases, Digimon, Digimon, uh, no, they they kind of could do this type of stuff. Yeah. Like what if like what if they just say like oh like all your all your purchases on like PS4 and that don't don't like fail over to our new streaming service in the future or something like that. Like sorry guys, you're going to have to repurchase this. It's kind of uh, weird that like it seems like where other industries are trying to free up your 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 time to do like other things and make every experience as streamlined as possible, it seems like gaming is going the opposite and that they're just trying to add as many steps to the process as possible to nickel and dime you at every well, single possible moment. Well, it, it it feels like that, like, 
it, like looking at Microsoft, like I like they they're doing an excellent job with packaging stuff and and streamlining it. Like they are they are slow. They are quietly discontinuing certain Xbox Live because they clearly want to to stream everyone into an Xbox Ultimate or Game Pass Ultimate. And like they're they're working XCloud into that package. And like Xbox, I think is taking the right steps to to kind of help the consumer. And they just kind of want like a complete all in. Uh, experience for everyone but then when you look at nintendo they're doing this weird disney vault thing but i also don't think they're trying anything like kind of you know um uh experimental with like pushing certain industry standards like i like i literally just think they're they're doing this for some dumb reason like they're like like somewhere on a board somewhere in a nintendo office they have their reason for wanting to do this i just think it's a very dumb reason like 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 I, I I don't think they're going to do this regularly, or they have any sort of you know ill intention with it. I just don't think they realize how dumb of a decision this is. Yeah, they're just doing what they always do, which is whatever they want. Yeah, and whatever see, they want. Yeah. And see if the industry follows suit. Mm-hmm. All right, I think that's all we got, eh? Are you guys, uh, Matt? You have a switch, right? Yeah. Uh, you gonna get this uh, Mario thing? No, God, no. Really? No? I don't. I don't really play Mario games. I'm gonna buy a physical and send it to you. Uh, I mean, that's fine. <laughs> I mean, I'll take it. I'll put it. I'll put it in the. I'll put it in the. Uh, in my like case. It's full retail price. Yeah, yeah. seventy nine. That's pretty steep for three games. I'm not gonna play. Well, if you're not gonna play them, then why would you buy it? Yeah, like that. I, that's exactly because... why I'm not gonna buy it. Like if if this. If like the window had just elapsed and you told me about it, I wouldn't. I'd be like, "Oh, damn!" and that'd be it. <laughs> that'd because be my think, full reaction. I think, uh, I think me and Adriano buy a lot of things we don't play. Mm-hmm. No, well, I I buy them with some weird deep down notion that I will eventually play them. Oh my, my god! My my my, oh. my my brain says uh, that I will play one day, but my heart knows that I actually will. Oh, okay. My mind is telling me no, but my body. <laughs> Thank you. All right, we'll yeah. see you guys next week. Uh, Tim, thanks for joining us. Uh, had a good time with you on the uh, Twitch. Playing yeah. some Decay 2. God, it was good. You can find uh, Tim over at uh, twitch.tv slash yeah, that figures. It's uh, true. We're at uh, twitch.tv slash Media, And uh, we'll see you guys next week. Oh, I I also just want to say that I forgot to... I wanted to include it with the games that we were playing, but I bought uh, I bought the Design Lab Xbox controller. The, oh, yeah? The My Alpha Tango 4.7 controller because I figured... Hey, if there's a new console coming out and they have the new controller with it, they may kind of phase out the old design labs. So I bought it now to have it. What uh, color scheme did you go with? Uh, I will. Uh, I will send you the. I I'll, I took screenshots of the design. Oh, dope! Cool. And I'll, I'll send it after this. Take us right. out, Matt. Peace. <laughs>